Craig. Hi, Craig. Oh. Oh, Ooh, that was okay. terrifying. <laughs> okay, so they now just recording. didn't do it the first time. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, Everybody ready? Mm-hmm. Five, six, seven, okay. Hello, and welcome to the Trials and Error Podcast. Three friends trying different wellness challenges to improve our life and other stuff. I'm Brianna. I'm Shauna. And I'm Melanie. And this week, we are talking about our no complaining challenge. So for an entire week, seven whole days, we had to try not to complain about anything it was really hard and we that was really hard for me. <laughs> yes it um and we kind of define that as talking about something in a negative way without really looking for a solution to your problem yes aka venting and <laughs> yeah venting which we do a lot of yeah i mean because it's stressful times stressful times right now and if you have a stressful job in these stressful times being an adult stressful life is very stressful yeah just you know life is constantly throwing stuff at you and sometimes it just feels good to vent about it yeah although I do think it can get to a point I notice myself getting to a point where I'm like god I'm like tired of hearing myself complain about this thing like maybe I need to calm down yeah I I, I've had that too where like you can feel yourself getting into that negative cycle where you're like okay this is too much complaining even for me and it's like not productive complaining or I don't know about you guys but sometimes I even feel like I get into like really negative or like mean complaining or like sometimes where it's like uh, this is doing like more harm to myself than good because I feel like I'm just being incredibly negative about everything. Sometimes I get into yeah, those easy to... too and I'm like, this doesn't even feel good anymore. Yeah, it's like easy to spiral almost and then get to a point where it's like you don't even see any hope in the situation just because you've complained yourself into such a bad mindset about it. Yeah. yeah, and then you, like, I mean, especially with, like, work stuff, I feel like you still have to, like, deal with it, and so it's hard to, like, shift back to, like, okay, how am I going to solve this, or how am I going to get over it, or how am I going to not... Yeah, like, where do I go from here? ...care about this, yeah, or if this happens again, am I going to do this again? Am I going to... Yeah. Yeah. I have a, a co-worker that I work with often that just is a very negative negative person and like the minute she's in the room it just like brings everything down and I'm just like because I'm like she'll like complain about something and I'm like okay so like what should we do about it she's like I don't know there's nothing to do about it and I'm like that's the spirit yeah Yeah, (laughs) not without me like (laughs) you guys know like I'm of the three of us, I'm the most optimistic, Positive, yes. optimistic person. <laughs> yeah. Yes. 
And like I've That's true. worked at places where, well, and just like I feel like growing up, I've learned to like, I need to like find solutions, especially at work, because just like dwelling on the negatives all the time is going to make you like hate your job and hate your life. And then you have to work there and you have to go there every day. So I try really hard like not to do that, especially at work. Um, yeah. And she like, man. It's it's rough. It makes it a challenge. <laughs> it makes it a challenge for yeah. you. She's like, oh, you thought. <laughs> just like, oh my god. Yeah, I feel like that yeah. can be really draining of your energy when you're talking to someone who just wants to complain, and you're like, oh, let me think of solutions for them to help their situation. They don't want that. They just want to complain, which I definitely do that. Like not talking. Sh- shit about anyone in particular but like as the other person receiving that I know especially when it's a conversation you have over and over again it can be exhausting yeah um but on the other side I think that especially for me it's like important to have an outlet to be able to like complain or just talk about like my feelings one of my outlets for that is y'all because you guys always listen to me and then, but another outlet I have is my husband and he, I'll just go up to him and be like, I just need to like talk about my feelings and I don't want any advice or solutions. And he'll be like, okay. And then I'll just talk yeah. and then I'll feel better because then sometimes I do want like a solution. I'll be like, help me figure this out. But sometimes I don't. <laughs> yeah. No, I, th- I actually read something about that, how like it's important, especially in like romantic relationships to like have that conversation when someone's complaining like hey do you want a solution or you just want me to support you (laughs) or like listen Mm -hmm. to you because like even if you're the one complaining if they're like giving you solutions you're like I I don't know sometimes I do that word too where I'm just like hey I just need someone to listen to me because I know what the solution is but I need to complain first (laughs) and get my feelings out about it before I'm ready to like process and move on yeah, because a lot of the times when you're venting, it's it's literally, and it depends on what kind of person you are and like what side of the situation that you're on. But sometimes it's just an emotional release when you're venting it's, and you're just trying to express like your feelings around the situation. Like I'm really, ex- I'm really frustrated with X, Y, Z. And sometimes I feel like if the other person is that you're venting to has like a fix it mindset and it's like I want to fix all your problems I'm like a solution driven person sometimes that is a hindrance to what you're trying to get out of the conversation which is just emotional support because it's like I I don't want to talk about solutions right now where I know what I have to do but I just don't like that I have to do it I want to you know vent my my emotions about it first like sometimes if you're not if you're only listening to respond and only listening to provide those solutions it that can make the other person feel or it makes me feel that I'm not being heard and I'm not being listened to because I'm like you didn't react to the part of the sentence that I wanted you to react to which was how I was feeling, you're reacting to the part of the sentence where there's a problem and you're giving me a solution, which makes me feel like I'm not being heard. Like, I already know what I have to do. 
I already know that's the solution to my problem. And then you presenting it as like, oh, why don't you just blah, 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 problem solved. And it's like, no, that's not part of the part of the sentence that I wanted you to hear. <laughs> the part was like the earlier one where it's like, I feel really angry about blah, or I feel really frustrated about blah, or like, this makes me feel X, Y, Z. So. Yeah, I think in those situations too, for me, I instantly get more fr frustrated because I'm like, now I have to defend my thought process and tell you that I've already thought about that and that I'm not an idiot. I know how to handle it. <laughs> Yeah, I just yes. want the support. <laughs> yeah. So I, I have to, I definitely have to remind people sometimes like at the beginning of it, because I know that sometimes it's just their natural instinct is to just like, let me fix everything for you. And like, just completely take that out of the equation. Like if I give you a solution, you don't have anything to be frustrated about. Like if I fix it for you, then like, you don't have to feel frustrated about it. But it's like, it's like people need to process what they're feeling and process their emotions. And sometimes I have to preface my venting sessions with like, I just want you to hear what I have to say. Like, I know what I have to do, but I want you to hear like how I feel about this. So I don't know. Communication, man. What even Communication is? is key. Agreed. <laughs> um, Brie, did you find some research about not complaining? Yeah. Um, so I looked up just you know, some stuff about not complaining or like how to stop complaining. Cause I, I didn't even know if this was a thing <laughs> that people tried to do, um, but it is. And apparently it's like a really big thing that people try to do, particularly in workplaces um, or like schools. And if you search like no complaining, the first thing that comes up is this author, John Gordon, who's kind of like, an author, motivati motivational speaker, um, just like a professional coach who like coaches corporations and stuff on how to like create a positive environment for their employees. So, I mean, that's like the first and biggest thing that like pops up and he has like books that you can buy and blah, blah, blah. Um, and so he has like a list of like three no claim no complaining tools or like five things to do instead of complaining um, I'll read his three no complaining tools um, the first one is the but and then positive technique so it helps you turn your complaints into positive thought solutions and actions and it works like this when you realize you're complaining, you simply add the word but and then add a positive thought or a positive action at the end. So I don't like driving to work for an hour, but I'm thankful I can drive and that I have a job. I don't like that I'm out of shape, but I love feeling great. So I'm going to focus on exercising and eating right. And then the second um, tool is focus on get to instead of have to. So too often, we complain and focus on what we have to do. We say things like, I have to go to work. I have to drive there. I have to do this or that. Instead, shift your perspective and realize that it's not about having to do anything. You get to do things. You get to live this life. You get to go to work. And then so the third tool is turning complaints into solutions, which is something that we were talking about when throughout the week when we were trying not to complain to each other was basically like, if it doesn't have a solution, then we're not allowed to complain about it or if we're not looking for a solution. 
Um, so the goal is not to eliminate all complaining. The intent is to eliminate the kind of mindless complaining that doesn't serve a greater purpose and allow complaining that is justified and worthwhile. The opposite of mindless complaining is justified complaining. The former is negative and the latter is positive. The difference is intent. With mindless complaining, you are mindlessly focusing on problems. However, with justified complaining, you identify a problem and the complaint moves you towards a solution. Every complaint represents an opportunity to turn a negative into a positive. Um, so the next thing before I move on from John Gordon, because he's not like the end all in, in not complaining, but I guess he is a big name in it, um, in these practices. So he gives you three tools to work on how to not complain. And he also gives you five things to do instead of complaining. So instead of just like stopping, like here's something that you could do instead so that you're still filling that time and that mind space. But instead of with negative mindless complaining, you can fill that time and your energy with something else. So the first one, which is going to play into this week a lot, is practice gratitude. Research shows that when we count three blessings a day, we get a measurable boost in happiness that uplifts and energizes, energizes us. That was number one. Number two is to praise others. So instead of complaining about what others are doing wrong, start focusing on what they are doing right, which I think is a really interesting exercise and would probably be really challenging if you're complaining about somebody in particular. Um, so the third thing to do instead of complain is to focus on success. Uh, it says start a success journal and every night before you go to bed, write down one great thing about your day, uh, one great conversation, accomplishment, or a win that you are most proud of. Focus on your success and you'll look forward to creating more success tomorrow. And then so the fourth thing is to let go. Focus on things that you have the power to change and let go of the things that are beyond your control, um, which I know is something that's really hard for us to do, especially now when a lot of things feel so outside of our control. Um, and it's really hard to have that mindset when stuff that is not in our control is having such a big impact on people, um, especially now, you know, with being in a pandemic and a lot of people facing unemployment and uncertainty. And then now at the time that we're recording, um, Texas is going through its own crisis. So I know that friends in Texas, <clears throat> Melanie, um, are feeling probably a little out of control. And then the last one is pray and meditate. Scientific research shows that these daily practices reduce stress, boost positive energy, and promote health, vitality, and longevity. When you are faced with the urge to complain, you are feeling stressed to the max. So stop, be still, plug into the ultimate power, and recharge. So if you're not a person who prays, meditating can be a good thing to do instead of complaining. I I do that a lot when I'm really frustrated I meditate. Especially on the Headspace app, they have like SOS meditations that are like for like it'll be like overwhelmed or anxious or frustrated or angry and they're like 3 minutes long. They're really short. And so mm -hmm. you can like I don't know. They do help just like, like take a break. Yeah. Yeah. That's really good. I didn't know that you did that in times that you felt frustrated, but 
I could see how that would help. (laughs) Of course you do. I say all the time. Meditation Um, queen. Moving on from John Gordon, I want to get into an article from Psychology Today that I really liked because it put more of a positive spin on complaining and kind of explained uh, the psychology behind complaining and how to kind of read between the lines of like what people actually need and what they're trying to say and how you should respond versus how you should not respond in order to make the whole thing just more of a productive situation. So um, this article is basically saying like, okay, like everybody, everybody complains. um, And, you know, for some people, though, it's like, their default communication where they just complain all the time and I don't know about you guys but there were times this week when I was like I want to text them but I don't know what to say other than like I want to complain about this x like yz or whatever is happening in my day so I'm like okay so I'm just not texting my friends now because I don't know how else to start a conversation yes Brie I had that thought exactly too I was like oh I want to text them but like I don't have anything to say except for something I want to complain about, (laughs) which is terrible. Remember when I texted you guys and I was like, all I want to do is complain. Yes. Yeah. So it's like, it was really eye-opening to want to start a conversation with you guys and then not knowing how to without that conversation starting with the complaint. So when I was reading through this and it was like, oh yeah, that's like people's default communication. If you were to ask me, I wouldn't say that I was a big complainer. And then we did a week of no complaining. And then me feeling like I couldn't even talk to my friends without complaining. I was just, I didn't realize that they complained much. Yeah, agreed. Uh, okay, so it was saying that, you know, some people complain as a way of default communication, but, you know, everybody complains and here are some of the reasons why we complain. Um, So we complain as a way of relieving stress, which is, I think, probably the biggest thing for at least our group. Um, All three of us have stressful jobs. We're in a very stressful time period right now. And, you know, on top of that, we just have everyday stressors that are coming in to our lives and, you know, affecting us when we're at or another, which is, they're just totally normal things that everybody has to deal with, but those like really small stresses in life, like you got a flat tire or, you know, um, I just wanted to like, I guess, skim through this like article really quickly. Cause I thought it had some good points. Okay. So it, it listed some reasons why we complain. So we complain to relieve stress. We complain because we can't solve a problem we can complain because we're depressed and we can complain because it's part of a family or relationship culture. And then lastly, we complain because of secondary gains. It's our primary primary way of getting attention. So like, say you're a sibling, you have a lot of siblings and you find that when you complain about stuff, that's when your parents pay attention to you. That can kind of create that correlation in your brain that's like, hey, this is how I get people to pay attention to me. So Then he listed some don'ts of like what not to do when people complain because complaining, while it can be that release, it can also feel emotionally toxic. Some of the things that he recommended not to do when people are complaining is to not complain about the complaining 
when people are complaining and you just want to tell somebody to like stop or chill out or you know you want to roll your eyes and you just want to say like this you you complain about this all the time it says to try not to do this because you know while that person is complaining they're kind of like in the moment they have that tunnel vision so you complaining about their complaining is probably just going to add fuel to that fire or make them feel judged or hurt and that just adds to that negativity cycle um, that we're creating while we complain. So if you can't be supportive in that moment, um, just let them know and then, you know, follow your own advice and, and find ways to chill out. It also says don't offer the same advice over and over again. And that might feel like you're helping by offering them that advice. But if that's they're not taking it or if they took it and it's not working that's obviously not adding to the solution and that's again just fueling that negativity cycle um which is like a phrase that I hear a lot or I read a lot when I was looking this stuff up um it says do not make too big of a deal about it when somebody is complaining you want to be supportive and sympathetic but you don't want to turn it into like this three hour drama episode with like you know, the, the gasps and the oohs and the ahs and the, they're just saying like, don't make this huge big fuss when somebody's complaining because it'll just fuel that behavior. Um, so then some of the things to do when somebody is complaining is to listen to them, which is what we were talking about earlier in this episode when we just want to feel heard when we're venting. So let the person vent, let them tell their story. Um, resist the urge to give them advice or solve the problem because um, some people just want to be listened to. And then, you know, once they've calmed down, that's when, whether or not they want it, um, you can determine on whether or not they want your advice or a solution to their problem. Um, and then, so it says, do circle back and talk about the problem. So, you know, usually after those emotions are released, that person is like a little less upset. So you can try to circle back to have a, a calm and rational conversation about the original problem that they're complaining about. And that, again, will just help fuel more solutions to come out of that complaint. It says, do talk about the larger problem or the larger pattern, which is the complaining. So, um, here's where you're trying to target the complaining itself. I guess in a calmer setting, talk about the person who is complaining and find out what's maybe driving it. Are there bigger problems in their life or their relationships or their families? Are they feeling depressed? Is there something that they need when they're feeling this way that, you know, is there, is there something underlying to where they're complaining about all these small things? And then Lastly, it says to focus on the positive. So, you know, when somebody is not complaining or when they are taking active steps to fix their problems, take note and make a big deal about it. It says just like proactively try to change the climate in that relationship so that you can break that negativity patterns. So, yeah, that was all the research that I found. I just really liked this article because it was like, okay, it's not easy to like get people to stop complaining because sometimes we need to, but here's how you can help like foster those conversations and those complaints so that the outcome is a lot more positive than if you were to just like 
join in and escalate it. Yeah, that sounds good. Yeah, I think that makes sense. Well, guys, how did this week go? <laughs> well, <laughs> not to complain, no but <laughs> not to. <laughs> yeah, who wants to? Who wants to go first? Do you want to go first, Shauna? Oh, sure. Um, it was not honestly it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be like prior to this week when we were like no complaining I was like okay so I guess I'll talk to you guys in a week because that's literally (laughs) all that I do but while it was challenging at certain points like when things got stressful for different reasons there was definitely that instinct in me to just immediately grab my phone and text you guys and just be like, I'm so angry (laughs) about things. And so I really had to be conscious of that or even just in conversations with other people too, I would have to be very cognizant or if I like let something slip, be like, oh God, I'm not supposed to be complaining (laughs) this week and kind of like backtrack and rephrase it. I don't know. Like, I don't want to say it didn't help at all. I think it would be one of those things kind of like meditation where if you did it long enough and you really changed your habits and your practices and the way that you think about what you're complaining about and whatnot and like we've been talking about steer yourself towards a more positive solution I think I might notice more of a difference but I think in one week it just wasn't long enough for me to really be like yeah this is great no more complaining I'm positive Polly instead of negative (laughs) Nancy now um (laughs) yeah But I I, I don't know. (laughs) One thing I was thinking about all week was that, and I'm sure a lot of people can kind of relate to this, but I feel like maybe for me, complaining is a sort of way to like connect to people. Um, Like, yeah, we're on the same page. We're complaining about the same thing. So we're like on the same team and we understand each other kind of thing. Um, And I know that's not the most positive way to make connections, obviously. And like we've been talking about, it's really easy to spiral from that. And maybe if you're that kind of person like Melanie's coworker where you're doing that a lot at work it's really easy to get people to jump in because yeah work sucks wow whatever and like they kind of agree with you and that's only going to add to whatever you're frustrated to like I'm already complaining and now this person's adding on to it and like negative things that for me to think about in addition to what I'm already upset about um so I think just being careful about who you're complaining to and when and there's a time and a place and sometimes it needs to happen and I felt a little bit this week like I needed to complain like I missed it like it was a way to like I missed that venting session with you guys like I do feel a little bit better (laughs) when I do that but I tried to like journal instead and um I do think going forward it's probably something that's going to be more top of mind that I want to keep improving on yeah that's good um I guess I'll go next so this week was uh, not. I wasn't ready. For the what perfect week this for week. you to not complain. Yeah. So I live in Texas, and this week we got a huge snowstorm, which we never. If we ever get snow in Texas, it's like flakes, and then it like touches the ground and disappears. Like it's not ever like stuck around. But this was like places got like six inches to a foot of snow. Um, It was, like, 15 degrees during the day and, like, 3 degrees at night. And then the negatives for the wind chill. And that's just, like, 
That doesn't happen in Texas, so we were extremely unprepared, and I'm sure everybody heard about it, but our electricity grid went crazy, and a lot of people didn't have power. Luckily, my husband and I, we still had power, but we were on, like, rolling outages, so you would get, like, power for an hour, and then you would not have power for about an hour or two hours. So it wasn't enough time for, like, the house temperature to drop significantly, but there were people that live in my town and towns around me that didn't have power for like three days and it was like three degrees at night like it was awful and so um and we don't like snow plows or anything here nobody was salting the streets and so we were just stuck in our cold houses and nobody was able to do anything and then our pipes actually froze because we didn't take the proper precautions that you're supposed to take Apparently, if it's going to freeze at night, you're supposed to, under 20 degrees, you're supposed to drip your faucets. And John and I did not do that. And so our pipes froze. And then John actually was able to unfreeze the pipes eventually. And then the city ran out of water. So (laughs) essentially, we have not had water for five days. We finally got water back yesterday at about 5 p.m. So I'm so grateful. Honestly, I'm, I'm so grateful that it wasn't worse for us. And then we did have consistent power like the whole time. And, you know, even without water, like we had drinking water, we, we never ran out of drinking water. Um, so I'm really grateful because I know a lot of people were in way worse situations still are um, because a lot of people's pipes burst and that is causing like, you know, that would be awful for your pipe to burst and like destroy your house. And so I am grateful, however, because of this happening all week long, um, yeah, all I wanted to do was complain because like I didn't have my essentials met. <laughs> my essential yeah. needs were not met this week. Um unreasonable. Yeah, it really <laughs> um and I did I did complain a couple times just because like I was it was yeah. really hard to like I I even not. said I was like, Melanie, you should get a pass for this week and should be able to complain because like, I will never take running water for granted ever again. Like, not being able to shower and not being able to use water, like, that's not in bottles to, like, cook. Not being able to wash your hands. Oh, my gosh. That was, like, you have to go get a bottle of water if you want to wash your hands. And then it's not warm. And so we were, like, boiling water and letting it cool so we could actually, like, wash our hands with hot water. Because it's, like, apparently such a luxury. Yeah. Um, in a yeah. pandemic, too. In a Ponda replay. <laughs> it's your favorite one. Good news though, guys. Mercury is officially out of retrograde. So. Yes. Wait, today? Yeah. Today 20th? Yes. Hopefully yes. things are looking up. But yeah, so it was really hard for me not to complain. And um, But I do think that what I realized from this, especially going through like a traumatic event this week that I was trying not to complain... Um, it made me realize like how much of my life I need to be thankful for and that I need to like maybe choose wisely what I complain about. Like, so I think that in the future I'll think like what something went wrong today, but like what did go right? Like what did you do today that was good or what happened today that was good? Um, to just kind of like reframe my mindset. And then I think if I think about positive things, maybe I'll not feel as strongly about the thing I want to complain about. But on the flip side, like 
complaining is definitely a stress reliever for me. Venting is something I need. I've always known that. Like, that's just who I am as a person. Yeah. <laughs> and so, yeah, there's that will probably never not be in my life. But I think I'll just be able to choose wisely, like, what I'm venting about. And then I did like, though, that we were, like, offering all these solutions to each other because I guess we didn't tell them. But, like, we would text each other and be like, <laughs> fact. I have no water or something like that's an extreme example but and then Brie or Shauna would text back and be like solution and they offer a solution because that was our rule yes Um, because we were trying to figure out what constituted as a complaint it's like if I'm just stating a simple fact is it complaining and so we decided our rule was if we said something and we weren't looking for a solution, then that was complaining. Yeah. And so yeah. that was funny. But I did like how we were, like, giving each other solutions. So <laughs> it was funny. It was definitely really hard. And I think it made me realize how much I do complain. But um, I also thought, like, I only really complain, like, to you two and to John. I mean, not to pat myself on the back. But I'm not, like, walking around at work just, like, this happened. This happened. I hate everything. Like, that's not who I am. And so I think also, like, that's the same with you, too. Like, I don't think you guys are just walking around, like, complaining to everybody. And so I think that we have our, like, people that we vent to. And those are our people. And we we need them. So Mm -hmm. I don't think we're in too bad of a position with the whole complaining. But I definitely do want to choose my complaints wisely. Yeah, I would add that to mine that, like, I think something that I want to think about is like complaining about this actually going to make me feel better because sometimes I do just want to vent about it and it will make me feel better. But sometimes it's just going to make me ruminate on something and make me feel worse. Ultimately, I think it's something I need to be asking myself more because I will agree with you, Melanie. I think for the most part, I'm pretty good about like my small circle of complaining. But if something really sets me off, I have like a list of people that I'm like I'm telling everyone it's an extensive list so maybe I need to reel that back a little bit what about you yeah. Brie how was your week um well I failed like day one I literally woke up and complained and then I remembered I was like oh we're not supposed to be complaining <laughs> this week. So I like failed. The first thing I woke up, I was like, I'm tired. <laughs> I don't wanna. <laughs> Which is like my attitude every morning when I get out of bed. I'm just like, I'm tired. I don't want to work. And I say it like I'm a giant baby. Um. So I, and, and then I realized like, oh, shit, I'm not supposed to be complaining. So like, that's when I text you guys like, I already failed. <laughs> Um, but then I'm after just that, I, was... I do the exact same thing. I just like walk around. I'm like, I don't want to go to work. I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's, it's, it's a struggle sometimes. Yeah. So a- anyways, after that, I was like a lot more conscious, conscious of it. It did make me like very aware of what comes out of my mouth and like what I actually say to people. Cause then it's like, what are your conversation starters? And like I was saying earlier, I didn't realize that a lot of my conversation starters were complaints. <laughs> like, and and to be to be fair, I guess like I only complain to like you guys and Brian 
But then after this week, I actually realized that I do complain a lot to like my boss, (laughs) my bosses, like my boss and my, my manager and my assistant manager, like I complain to them all the time. And I didn't realize like how much it was. And I'm like, damn, they're probably like so tired of like hearing from me or like, um, I was thinking about like all of the emotional, like toll that I might be taking on them. So it just made me really aware of that. And like, kind of how I feel sometimes if somebody is complaining too much about something, but like doesn't want a solution to it. I think maybe I was being that person at work. Like I always try to give constructive feedback, but a lot of my complaints surround the way that other people do their job and you can't control other people and that control issue is like really like big with me when I can't control the way that somebody else is doing something and I know that they're doing it wrong and I know that they're not doing it to the best of their ability or with any integrity that's just something that I really struggle with and it's like you know I can't improve somebody else's character and that causes me to just like be become like really frustrated and feel like I'm out of control and like which results in this huge like venting session or complaint session I just became more aware of that and I I think my two takeaways from this were like a I start a lot of conversations with complaints and I need to figure out like different ways to relate to my friends. Um, even though complaining is also a stress reliever for me and it feels really good to vent. And I like that I can vent to you guys and you guys can just listen and like your advice is always good. Like it's never just like useless advice where like somebody you know when like you complain to somebody and they offer you advice that's just going to do more harm than good (laughs) like if they're just like oh you should just oh you're feeling like super frustrated and angry and stuff like that like oh you should just go like drink all the wine and it's like no if I do that I'm going to feel even worse or you know or you should just tell them like this like be negative right like if you're having a problem with a person they're like tell them to Mm -hmm. fuck off and you're like cool yeah let me just do that that's gonna fix it (laughs) yeah which is something that I also realize that I do like when you guys vent to me I'm like you should tell that person to fucking shove it and you're just like no I think I'm gonna do this so it just we appreciate that I was gonna say I was gonna say when we do it we we know we're joking Like, yeah, so I know I, you're not I'm, actually telling I'm joking. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, please don't actually tell like your boss or whoever to like suck a dick. Um, please don't do that. <laughs> that is I'm not good joking. advice. No. <laughs> That's a good point though, Brie. Do you guys feel like this is kind of a side note, but do you feel like you have people that you complain to about certain things? Yeah. Yeah. There, it's like different use case compla- <laughs> complaining. Yeah. For sure. Some people you want to complain to because you know, like, they're going to get angry too and be on your side and, like, rile you up more, which, like, I was going to say, going back into my research, that adds to your (laughs) negativity cycle. But sometimes it just feels good to, like, feel validated. Like, am I, am I feeling frustrated? Is this a me problem that I'm complaining about this? thing and then so when you express it to somebody else and they get angry too and they're like completely on your side and they have your back it makes you just feel really validated that what you have a problem with is a problem 
And then you vent it to somebody else who's like more of a problem solver. And they're like, oh, it sounds like this is the situation that's going on. And like, if you did this, I feel like that would be, that would get you somewhere. Yeah. Especially about like specific work things. Like I do complain to you guys about teacher stuff, but like I have like one specific teacher at school that I'm like, I walk in a room and I'm like, lesson. <laughs> She's like, well, tell, tell me. me. Tell me. Yeah. yeah. And we're just like, ah. because like you need your your people that exact you know, you don't have to like over explain the story or like they have background on like whatever happened. Especially yeah, because when the three of us do like different jobs and I don't always know, especially like where Shauna's talking about, but so, I was like, gonna say exactly like it's work. hard. <laughs> I'm like, let me preface this <laughs> with You're like I know you don't understand, but let me just <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. No, it's nice to have someone that can actually relate because they're going through something similar too. Yeah. The second thing that I realized from this week is that I complain at work a lot and I actually allow everything that I'm getting frustrated over that I really don't have any control over. I allow that to get me into these like spirals of like negativity and like anger and frustration. And I throw myself like this little pity party where I'm like so focused on like this one file or this one person or this one problem that I'm having and may or may not know that there's a solution to what's happening. Like sometimes there just isn't a solution. Like sometimes things just go sideways. I get myself so worked up on like these individuals or these files that I'm working on that it eats up a lot of my time and my productivity because I'm so upset about it. And I'm so focused on letting somebody else know that I have a problem because I want that validation. And I want them to say like, yeah, you're right. Like this is a shitty situation that you're in or that you're right. They're not doing their job or you're right. That's not fair. It just is my emotional release for however long I choose to hold on to it for. So this week having our no complaining in place, I felt like I was so productive this week because I was able to just like see something for what it was. I can now set this aside and move to something else. Like there's nowhere else to go here. I'm distracted by like a new thing. So this whole week, like in our team meeting, we usually do a meeting every Friday and then my manager will go around the chat and have people just like, hey, what's going on this week? Like it could be personally, it could be professionally. Like, do you want to vent? Is everything good? Like, it's just like a little, little feelings sharing thing. And I was just like, yeah, I don't know. Like this week I had all the same frustrations that I've had in the last two and a half years that I've worked here, <laughs> like nothing has changed thing. You know, it was a busy week and I had a lot of work and that's it. Usually at the end of the week, I say stuff like I'm really frustrated. I'm stressed. I feel overwhelmed. And it was just completely different at the end of the week this week. And I was able to just say like, this was my week and my week is my week and that's it. And now I'm ready to leave it behind and go to the weekend. So it just really helped me like, receive stuff and then let it go yeah I think that sounds right <laughs> well good yeah. I'm glad that it you got, felt like, like it you got the most out of this Bree. <laughs> yeah. yeah because I didn't realize how big of a complainer I was 
because I like I would have never said like if you ask me like do you complain a lot I'd be like no I never complain and then doing a week of no complaining I'm like this is (laughs) all I do (laughs) see I knew going into it that I'm a complainer (laughs) I just didn't realize it like I, I did not realize that it made up that much of my conversation so it was just very eye-opening for me <laughs> for what it's worth I do not feel that way about you so Aww, thanks Same. but yeah. I mean I'm glad that you made that self-realization it's always nice when we can like actually take things from these challenges not that I feel yeah. like these are like worthless or anything but yes sometimes it seems like a small thing when I was kind of reflecting on this week even though I didn't feel like it made me feel like way more positive or anything something I was thinking about is how sometimes when you're complaining it can make you feel like you're doing something about your problem when you're really not um and I don't know if anyone else feels that way but it almost feels like you're like taking action by like telling someone or like I don't know talking about solutions but if you I think for some people, if you, I don't know, I doubt my emotions a lot. Like sometimes I'm like, am I complaining because it's actually worth complaining about? Or is like, am I just like being dramatic about something? But I think listening to those cues, um, especially maybe if you're like Melanie and you're not someone who normally complains, if there is something that you're complaining a lot about and it's kind I of- I do unthin- complain. <laughs> well, I'm, I mean, <laughs> you do. <laughs> not like- <laughs> Not like where, I don't know, I guess when you're normally a positive person, I guess. Um, Like if you find yourself complaining about something, it might be a sign that you need to pay attention to that. Maybe you need to actually change something and sit down and take that time to really think about why you're complaining about it and what you can actually do um, to change it. So I don't know. That's something that I was thinking about this week. That's good. Yeah, I agree. Like maybe instead of going to external things for that validation or that support, taking more of that time to look internally and be like, okay, do I just need the support right now? Or do I actually need to reflect and figure out what I need to change about this situation if if I can change anything at all? Tell us how you feel about complaining in general. Do you feel like you complain a lot? Do you feel like you don't? And then if you're going to try to minimize your complaining... Let us know how that goes or if you've already done that. Yeah. If you have any alternatives to complaining that you try to do, let us know. We need those ideas. Are you a complainer? Do you even know that you are? (laughs) Just try to go one full day without complaining and reflect on that and let us know. Yeah. Brie, what are we doing next week? Next week, we are doing a whole week of gratitude. We're going to write down things that we are grateful for every single day. I don't know if we expressly said that we're going to write them down or how we're going to do that. I will leave that open however you want to express your gratitude, but I'll probably write some of them down at least so I can share them next week. Yeah, I'm going to write them. Which I thought really, it went hand in hand with this week's challenge. So no complaining for a week and then saying everything we're grateful for for a week tune in next week yep if you want to send us a message you can send us an email at trialsanderrorpodcast at gmail.com follow us on instagram at trialsanderrorpodcast send us a dm comment on our 
photos and stories. We always try to engage our audiences there and ask questions in our stories. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. And if you like what you're hearing, please leave us a rating and a review. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Good job, Bree. Good job, Bree. Thanks Brie. for listening. You Thanks. Kayla, bye. Kayla, bye. Bye. Oh, no, I have to tell Greg to leave. <laughs> not as clean craig dtfo i hear craig <laughs> craig when you guys DTFO. when we did the caleb you buy do you hear do you start to hear the like uh, the music i love no, our music it's such a i like our music too i always like our music i know every time i start the pop it's like mm-hmm.